Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Season 5 of the Watermark Students Podcast. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Jermaine, and I am sitting next to Will McElroy. What's up, y'all? Also known as Wilson and Kaylee Pinkerton. That's right. Also known as just just Kaylee. Just Kaylee. (laughs) And our student guest for today is none other than Jackson Howell. What's up, guys? Jackson, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Hey, uh, my name is Jackson Howell. I go to Lake Collins High School. I'm a junior. Play tennis. Pretty much Let's it. Go. That's it. <laughs> Love that. That's a great introduction. Guys, as usual, we like to bring you into the conversation, give you a seat at the table, if you will, with a, an icebreaker question to kind of get us started um, on the conversation for the day. And today, I don't even know what the question is. That's right, Jermaine. Thank you for the perfect layup. Um, as we transition to our icebreaker question, we decided that we would start something new, you know, new year, new, new us. us. Mm-hmm. And for our icebreaker question, we're going to kind of take a look back. Um, we think it's really important as local youth pastors to mm-hmm. make sure that we look back and make sure that our youth pastors are caught up and relevant right. and that they know <laughs> what's going on. And so today, it's a little bit of a on-the-cuff uh, segment of just yeah. let's keep our local youth pastor, Jermaine Harrison, relevant. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking back on just the past year or maybe even months or so. And Jackson, we would love to hear what are some of the the most common buzzwords just uh New words on the block that on the <laughs> that block I, that I would need to know. That you yeah. need to know. Yes. And you tell us the word, Jackson, and I want to hear Jermaine try to guess what it means yeah, before good. you tell us. Okay. Okay, go. So that's good. I guess a pretty easy one to start out with would be cap or cap. Oh, you can also hear it as no cap. I, I do know that one. What does that mean? It, it it's like you're lying. Or you're, or you're, you're, you're saying I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Like if someone makes a claim and you say cap, you're like you're lying. Or if you say something and you say no cap, you're like I'm not lying. This is 100% facts. Good job. It's ding, because ding, it's ding, used ding. with a lot of sports. Yeah. So that's why I know that. That's oh, like sports kindergarten guy. reading yeah, level yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. So it gets a little harder. <laughs> yeah. What, what about, else you got? Jeff? What about Kizzy? Kizzy? Yeah. Or like no Kizzy? Um, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I you this one. No Can you use kizzy? it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah, here use it in a sentence. Is it a Jackson. slang oh, version of like, no cap? Uh, you could you could use it that way. Like okay. the Cowboys are out this season. No kizzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's a fact. Yeah, I think it's I think it's derived from not kidding. Like I'm not mm, even kidding. Uh, Do you gotcha. agree? Yeah, gotcha. I, I would that's agree. not official, but that's my. Yeah, I mean, wow. Give him the next one, Jackson. What about bussin? Oh, bussin. <laughs> Is that like <laughs> try to use it in a sentence? Uh, <laughs> um, I went to I went to you know McDonald's for lunch and that that Big Mac was bussing. I think that's yeah, what that one is. Yeah. It, is it? Yeah. What, what do you think it means? It's like something is like highly rated, greasy. Yeah. Do you agree? That? That yeah. McDonald's I get agree. slaps. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Wait, is slap still in? It's, I don't think slap. I don't. Think I'm so. just saying. I think uh, that's like the 2021. But it's like it that doesn't only so have to apply to kids. Like it'd be like this song is bussing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kelly, why don't you? One of the phrases that we had written down. That, oh, and then we'll yeah. Move on. Jermaine, what does it mean to have like main character energy? 
main character energy. Yeah. I can say I've never heard that spoken about. Yeah. But in the context of hearing that, it's like uh, maybe like being the center of attention. Like you're talking about someone, you're like, oh, they're they're like the main person in the in their own story type of a deal. Is that yeah. right? Absolutely. Oh, let's go. Great job. I think context clues works. <laughs> like Michael Scott in the office. His like major yeah. main character. The weddings he goes to, like he's going to give a toast that they're like, you know, like when he shouldn't. That's yeah. main character. That's good. That's good. Well, okay, guys, that's a lot of fun. I think we're going to maybe keep doing that segment in the future. Just, Jermaine did great for his first great. test. I, yeah. give you an, I give you an A, honestly. I, yeah. I did great at, figure, at understanding what they meant based yeah. on the context or the sounds. But truly, most of those, I'd never heard them before. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. That's great. If you have any words or phrases that we need to know, make sure you send them to us. DM us at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram. Yeah, Jermaine needs that. Yeah, needs we, help. we need we to help to Jermaine relevant. out. But uh, let's move on to the something more, more serious in nature, the topic mm. today, which this is a topic... It's, it's time management and stewarding your time. And just to set us up of uh, why we're talking about this today, I was just thinking on the way over here, you know, like... I've lost money before and I can get money back, right? I've lost even I've lost my dog when we were little. And it's like we got our dog back, right? Dog. But when you lose track of time, that's the one thing you don't get back, right? And so today we're talking about time management. It's an important topic. And I just want to ask Jackson. So you chose this topic, correct? Yeah. Out of all the ones we sit on, this is the one he chose. And uh, Jackson, why did you choose this topic? I just feel like it's something that we run into every day. And like, no matter who you are, you have to deal with time management. But it's also something that can impact us in a really negative way. Like if you have poor time management skills, it impacts your trust with people, impacts your relationship with them. Mm -hmm. It can be hard to earn trust back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great reason why. Why do you think, I know, give, just give us a look into like some of the stuff that you're involved in and the reason why like Jackson Howell has to, manage his time well. Yeah. I'm a part of Team Young Life. I play tennis for my school. I have a job. I work at a lifeguard at the YMCA. I have community group. I have a small group. I have Bible study on Sundays. I try to do, I try to like go to church or try to go to Shoreline. Mm -hmm. um, I still have to study, make those grades. That's very mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Spend time with your brothers. Yeah. Family your, time. Family it sounds time. like he's not busy at all. Yeah. He's not busy. Yeah. I know a lot of you listening at home, you're like, that is just a peek into my schedule and uh, I'm just as busy. And so we know that Jackson's not alone, which makes that this topic is all the more important. And so I think I hear when I'm on YouTube or whatever, I see a lot of these guys and like leadership talks talking about how it's so important to not waste time and to keep a schedule and just to uh, keep yourself on track. But what does, you know, eternally, like looking at the eternal perspective, why does God care about time management and stewarding our time? And where in God's word can we look to just see why this is important to him? Yeah, one verse that I, I can go back to is 1 Corinthians 10.31. Um, it talks about doing everything for the glory of God, no matter how small it is, whether it's eating or sleeping, how you can do like whatever you want in order to glorify Him. You don't have to mm -hmm. just read your Bible. You don't have to just go to church in order to give Him glory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I really do think like eternally you you read about like at the end of our lives, like giving an account to the Lord um, and how we honored him, how we reflected his glory, how we shared the gospel to people. And it may seem kind of small, you know, in comparison to like, how was I, you know, 
honoring God with my life. But I think one way we do honor God with our life is how we steward our time and how we make the most of the time that we have here on earth, because it really is so short. And you see that in Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, just not being unwise, but making the best use of our time here on earth. And I know uh, for the number of years, I, I've always had this picture of I've gotten to the end of my life, I'm standing before Jesus. And kind of a convicting picture is he's like, oh my gosh, Kaylee, like, let's look at how much time you spent on your screen in your mm-hmm. 20s. And I'm like, oh no, like that's, that's like not, you know, theologically accurate, but just the even idea of how I'm so quick to waste my time on earth, like having to give an account for that uh, to my savior and my king is, is really convicting for me. Yeah. The, the verse that comes to my mind is Psalm ninety twelve. It's a Psalm written by Moses, um, Psalm 90. And I encourage you to, to read it because he's talking about, you know, at the end of life, like looking back on, you know, the provision of life and the time we have. And verse 12, he says, so teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And what he's saying is that God has given us um, a limited amount of time here on earth. um, And he's given us opportunities to choose to follow him, to obey him and to steward or to manage the time that he's given us well. Um, to spread the good news of who God is and his love for others. And, you know, a lot of the times that's not what I'm doing or that that's at the top of my mind. And so it's always a challenge, man. How am I using the time that is a gift and is not guaranteed? Mm-hmm. So I love that. Jackson, remind us to just what are the, I know that looking at the Bible, there's a lot of like pros and positives to managing your time. Well, like it honors God. Uh, there's a verse here in the Proverbs that says the sluggard does not plow in autumn. Uh, he will seek at harvest and have nothing. And so that's obviously a con. It's like someone who's lazy, like when it comes time to harvest, like he'll have nothing to harvest. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Obviously, that's like none of us are farmers out here harvesting, right? And so that's not a... Speak for yourself. <laughs> Haley's farming in Lake Highlands. That, that, that biblical example doesn't really relate to a high school teen or to any of us right now. But for you, Jackson, in your life, where have you seen the consequences of poorly managing time manifest itself? Yeah, I mean, just like... Anytime that I'm late to anything or if I give my word to someone that I'll do something or that I'll be somewhere and whenever I let them down, it breaks it breaks trust and it breaks the relationship and it can cause a lot of problems and like a rift, especially between my parents and I. If I've given them like they're the guarantee that I will do this and if I don't and because I poorly managed my time, then it's 100% mm-hmm. my fault. Yeah. What are the, on the flip side too, I think it's, Maybe this is obvious, but what are the the positives of managing your time well? Yeah, like, well, people will trust you. They'll count on you to get things done. They'll know that they can trust you with doing things. Mm-hmm. That can just apply to like really anything in life. Yeah, I think for me, when it became the most clear was in high school, I was always a procrastinator the last minute. And I I just saw that was the consequence that some be poorly managing my time. And I, I've found that the people that were managing their time well, they always seem to have, be less stressed. They always seem to have it easier than me. They seem just that, I mean, they work, they did not work as hard as I did. <laughs> the person who procrastinates and manages their time poorly in my experience is the one who ends up working the hardest and being most stressed. Do y'all yeah, find that oh, to be true? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You are always more stressed when you don't know what's happening, when it's happening. You feel a lot of responsibility, but you don't know where to challenge your energy or your time. I mean, I, I can so relate to the feeling of being stressed or leaving something to the last minute or, you know, 
double booking myself saying yes to one person and you know for a certain time and saying yes to another person and and obviously you can't do that simultaneously mm-hmm. yeah. i've tried uh, though jermaine don't you worry <laughs> i've tried to be i kid you not three places at once by accidentally booking myself mm-hmm. for three different things at the same time because of poor time management and it really does i feel like having poor time management seems like a small thing at the time you're like oh it's almost like something to joke about yourself like oh, i'm so bad at time management you know i'm so i'm, I'm so scattered yeah. um, but really like you were saying jackson i think the pro of having good time management is it honors people it honors their time and it proves that you're trustworthy even with the smallest of things like showing up on time which builds trust and actually ends up being a huge deal and having the reputation as like the girl that's always late or the girl that's all over the place is, isn't actually the reputation I want at all, especially as I get older. And so it, mm-hmm. it is convicting, but I've yeah. been there. I think another another pro, I guess, of time management that came to my mind as, as both of y'all were sharing is that managing your time well helps you do the things that you value the most. Mm-hmm. And like a, a current personal example of, of, of that for me is I have a one-year-old son um, who wakes up at random times in the morning between 6.30 and, and 7, usually. And um, I value spending time in God's word in the morning to read it, to understand what um, the, the gospel is or how I should live or the perspective I should have. So reading the Bible is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you know this or can imagine this, but trying to read the Bible and pay attention to it when there's a one-year-old screaming, trying to get into some toys, making a d- bunch of, of noise, you know, whatever else it might be, you're, you're not really in a space to spend time with the Lord. And so as a result of that, I need to manage my time and decide to do something I don't necessarily love doing, which is waking up earlier than he does so that I can make time to spend time in God's word. Cause once he's up, it's, you know, with him and then it's, well, time to get ready for mm-hmm. the day. And obviously that's a unique example to me, but I can see how that plays itself out in, you know, a teenager's life. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question I want to ask all of you guys. I think, I think we all know that persons who's on their grind, right? Like they're, They've got their schedule planned to the second of every day. They get up at 4.30 just so they can get it all done. Like they're Jermaine on their grind. Yeah. 5.30. Yeah. Yeah. 4.30, I would cry if I had to wake up yeah. at that time, but I'm sure. But Anyways. just workaholics in general. Yeah. And they kind of. Oh, you're not a workaholic. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. But it's workaholics that pose themselves as like, oh, I'm just stewarding my time. How do we distinguish the difference between like. Jackson, what you've been talking about of just managing your time, honoring God and honoring people, but also just not venturing into that area of like, oh, this is who I am. I'm taking pride in this. Yeah, I think for me, it's just knowing that I'm able to make the decision to say no to something that might be more fun or might benefit me more, but making the smarter decision to go do that thing that I don't really want to do, like studying or going to like volunteer at church whenever I really could be hanging out with my friends, mm-hmm. something like that. I love that you said the saying no piece because I don't know if there's many people in general, but especially high schoolers that can say no. Do you feel like, where did you learn to say no? And has it been something you've always been just good at? I feel like it wasn't really hard for me because I didn't really have a lot of things to do and I didn't really have a lot of friends to hang out with. But once I started getting those, 
Um, at first, it was hard to let those things go because I didn't want to miss out on any of that because I had already missed out on it for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that touches on part of the reason someone goes or gets into a place where they are uh, a workaholic, if you will. It's why. Why are they having that schedule or why are they involved in so many things? And it could be that they're finding meaning and purpose and identity and value. Like I am um, the the tennis player dude. So, you know, I want to be the best. And so I'm going to practice how much I need to. But I'm also going to do it even more because I, I want to make sure that I always win. I'm always at the top or people always view me a certain way. And so I, I think it goes back to the the why, the heart behind um you know, you choosing to spend your time where you spend it. Is it because you have a misplaced identity? Is it because you really care um, way too much about what other people think about you? Or is it because you genuinely are uh, ordering your time so that you can, you know, serve others so that you can grow and develop yourself? So I think it comes back down to why. I really like that. I think practically one way to distinguish the difference between those for me has always been writing down what are all the things I'm involved with, like what is on my plate, and then inviting other people to speak into those things. Um, Truly, because you may think that you're not idolizing something or not finding identity in an activity or a sport or some or job even, but like other people may have a different perspective and inviting community, inviting trusted people in to be like, hey, do you see this as a healthy commitment? Do you see this as something that I'm being a workaholic in or something that is still a healthy commitment. And so um, mm-hmm. taking inventory and inviting people. That's in. good. Well, I think it's helpful to give uh, whoever we talk with, listeners, just some practical advice of, hey, here's what I've done that's really helped me take strides in managing my time well. And so as a high schooler, just walk us through some of your uh life tips, I guess, if you will, of like, hey, here's what's been helpful for me when it comes to stewarding my time. I can start off like early in the morning. So one thing that I do is I get up early in the morning and I get the things that I want, that I need to do done. And that kind of sets my mood for the rest of the day. Like I'm going to do this before I do what I actually want to do. Um, but I also like in the morning, I like to do my Bible study and I'll, um, I'll get my calendar and I'll write down the stuff that I have for the day. And I'll look over the stuff that I've already written down because a lot of time I'll forget what I have. <laughs> and um, I, also, I also do stuff like I set limits on my phone. I've deleted some social media like I deleted TikTok. I was spending way too much time on it. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that one, I think, resonates um, with teenagers, obviously, who are on, on TikTok. But I think it's so much more than that. But like one of the things about TikTok that we all know is, you know, after a while of scrolling and watching videos, TikTok tells you it's time it's time to stop scrolling and go to bed. And I think that that says it all that a social media company who is making money based on your time and attention it's telling you, you need to stop giving us your time and attention. That's all you need to know to see how easily we waste our time, you know? And like I said, it's not just teenagers, it's adults. Like I have time limits on my social media apps that I have on my phone because it's so easy for me to get sucked in. And when you say yes to something, whether it's mindless scrolling or something else that you enjoy, which may not necessarily be bad, But when you say yes to it over and over, you're saying no to something else that you might really value and really want to engage in. And you don't have time for it because you've been saying yes to something else. 
Yeah, it's really good. Um, For me, I've had to grow a lot in using the calendar on my phone. You can make color-coordinated categories Mm -hmm. for it. And so even as a high schooler, you could put like tennis, Mm -hmm. um, to use you as an example, like tennis, work, church-related things, like time with family could all be different colors. And so spending five minutes at the end of each day looking over like a color-coordinated calendar is really helpful to see like what do I have like this whole week um just to get like a bearing so i had to kind of train myself to actually look at my calendar which sounds silly but (laughs) giving myself time at the end of the day to know like Mm -hmm. what's ahead that's good our time is limited so we need to limit what we do with our time i love that and that's just such a uncommon idea in this world i feel like so i love it jackson thank you for joining us yeah uh, today we loved having you and just thank you for your time thank you for your time i'm glad you (laughs) you put us in your schedule yep (laughs) but just to recap what we talked about a little bit uh Y'all, time, you cannot get it back. If you waste your time, that's all the Lord's given you, and uh, you can't get it back if you lose it. And so uh, that should just spur us forward to start managing our time well and stewarding our time well. And so just practically keeping a schedule, put limits on those apps if they're getting out of hand. Have friends just speak into your life and say, uh, hey, this is maybe where you're wasting some time. And then most of all, I would say pray and ask God to show you where you may be wasting your time. Uh, But hey, that's it for this episode. We hope you continue to join us for season five. Uh, If you have questions about the teenage life or anything you'd like to discuss, follow us uh, on Instagram at Shoreline Dallas and make sure you send us just some things to help keep Jermaine hip and relevant because uh, he needs <laughs> help your help. Like you 2022 is so. your year, Jermaine. Hey, let's go. <laughs> we'll see y'all. Bye. Hag wow. <laughs>